Welcome back to another episode of In Search of Good Data. I am your host, Carlos Guevara. This is episode 32. And once again, the show is brought to you by Allsight. And you can learn more about their customer intelligence platform solution at www.allsight.com. And speaking of Allsight, we actually have Keith Frazier on the show, who is the senior product manager at Allsight. Um, Keith, welcome to the show. Thank you. So there is a gap between the data you have and the insights you need. Um, and we're going to be talking customer intelligence platforms today and how they're doing more than just creating a single version of the truth. Keith, tell us a bit about what a customer intelligence platform is and how it differs than from what businesses have you know, already been traditionally doing and using all these years. Yeah, it's a good question because in the market, there's a lot of sort of acronyms that are being kicked around now with regards to how people are responding to customer experience. And uh, a customer intelligence platform does have very unique characteristics in order to call itself uh, a KIP platform. And um, I would sort of break them down into four main components. And the very first one right out of the gate is the ability to ingest data. Now, your question is interesting because traditionally, um, companies have always had customer data and lots of it. The difference is that uh, a customer intelligence platform can actually ingest all types of data. And it's important to distinguish what we mean by all types of data. So in a traditional sort of MDM environment or a CRM environment that have been around for years and, and do their jobs very well, the only reason why they do their jobs very well is because they're very good at handling specific structured data. So with the customer intelligence platform, it actually ingests both structured and unstructured data. And we can talk a little bit about what we mean by that, but I think most people recognize, you know, by unstructured, it would be a web chat or an email or a phone call and being able to ingest that uh, data into the system. So right off, the, right off the bat, the idea of the different types of data are different when we're talking about a customer intelligence platform and more traditional ones like MDM and CRM. Just being able to, to look at the different types of data sets it apart from more traditional types of data. And, uh, and we can even talk about the technology behind being able to do that is another thing that sort of sets them apart from other traditional types of systems. Because in order to ingest all types of data, you need to have the technology behind it to do that. And even uh, a, a KIPP system is built on and designed from a technology perspective to handle that difference. So an MDM could be, uh, could be built on traditional relational databases uh, that can't handle uh, this, this different types of data that a KIPP system needs, will, will be handling. So you're right, for sure, right out of the very, that, that first component, you know, sort of sets uh, sets them apart from traditional types of systems. And then I was going to just expand on, you know, if you push it even even forward, the uh, what we do with the data is even different than traditional types of systems. So this concept of bringing in different types of data uh, is not new. So essentially, you know, traditional systems have always been trying to merge different types of data into what used to be called a golden record. And the process for doing that was really looking at one well-formed type of record and another different type of well-formed record and just seeing if there was a match, whether there was 
duplication or if it was the same information that needed to be consolidated. So this this concept of a consolidated uh, type of MDM. It's been around for a long time. What has actually changed, and which is why we're moving away from the word matching and calling it synthesis, is because we're actually bringing together fragments of customer information and bringing and synthesizing that information into one uh, view of the customer. So a good example here is a web chat is not really a well-formed, structured uh, piece of information, but it holds content that is very important around the customer. And a, and a KIPP system synthesizes those pieces of information much more than just matching. So again, if I was going to compare sort of uh, where we are in the different types of systems, you know, ingestion is different. The what you do with that information and synthesize that information is, is different. And then the last piece is what you do with the information. So the uh, a KIPP system applies analytical reasoning and actually tries to infer additional insights from that data. And again, traditional systems are not designed to do that. So uh, sticking with my CRM example, Salesforce does a very good job of capturing information about customers and it structures it in a, a typical relational type of database, name, address, contact, and it will dedupe and bring in the different sources and decide on which contact information to actually use. But there's no analytical reasoning applied to that data. So it, it doesn't give you things like sentiment or what purchases this particular person has bought, what they might buy in the future, uh, how they feel about the organization and the products. So the third underlying sort of component that sort of has set uh, a customer intelligence platform apart is this idea of applying analytical reasoning that I can then use in, within the organization to better understand the customer. So I know a long uh, sort of uh, <laughs> a long answer to, uh, an, uh, but an important question uh, just in terms of because I know there are a lot of acronyms are being thrown around about how we handle and look at the customer experience. Yeah, no, and, and it's, I mean, it, I, I, it's, it's a great bit of information to take in because, you know, a customer intelligence platform, relatively new, uh, you know, buzzword that analysts are throwing around um, and it's, it's catching wind and catching fire, as they say. So people are interested in it and it's, that's a great way of differentiating what it is and what it isn't to what most businesses are now using. Um, and it's interesting that you bring up the the whole aspect of of having the ability to reason because you know it's been said that the next generation of of customer experience is being driven by personalization. You know the ability to connect all things about the customer and and the ability to connect to the customer. Um, how how much of an important aspect is this ability to reason in in fulfilling that aspect? Yeah, it's a great question because it, it speaks to the different types of data that are available today that were never never really around, even as you know, as late as you know, five years ago, the way that our customers are dialoguing both with uh, their families and the organizations and the media that they're using today is very different than what it was traditionally. Uh, you know, typically people would use a phone call, maybe an email. Um, you know, even uh, writing letters. You know, uh, corresponding to organizations. That fundamentally has just has changed just dramatically over the last few years with regards to how 
people are responding to organizational customer service, um, and even just telling people uh, what their experiences are about with that particular organization. And I know you guys can relate to this, you know, uh, the social media has just has exploded, uh, no surprise there. But the impact to an organization, I think they're still playing catch up. So they're still trying to figure out how do we handle social media and what are our responses and how quickly do we need to do uh, respond back to someone who's uh, got maybe a negative sentiment and has decided to share that negative sentiment uh, among social media. How do we capture a web chat that has information with regards to how we handled a customer service inquiry and can we use that information to better understand that moment in time uh, the sentiments for that particular organization and that particular customer. So both not only the volume and the velocity of data has changed dramatically with regards to how I'm corresponding with an organization and the types of data uh, that I'm using and the media that I'm using, they're always changing. And uh, a customer intelligence platform needs to be able to respond to those changes quickly uh, and be able to adapt to the new sources that are coming in and understand very quickly at that moment in time, you know, where that customer is at with, that, with the organization. So, and I think that's, that's sort of uh, the market and the environment has changed so dramatically in the way that uh, customers are interacting with organizations that it calls for a new, a new look, uh, uh, a new approach to, to handling uh, customer experiences. Yeah, Keith, and you know, I know you're a key player in in meeting with businesses and organizations and and leaders, um, you know, and informing them of this new technology. You know, and, and with technology, I know the adoption can be kind of slow. You know, people like to do their homework, and there's nothing wrong with that. But you know, in in from your own perspective, why is it so important that now more than ever businesses become more customer centric? You know, and, and move to this new adoption of this next-gen solution, which is the customer intelligence platform. Um, wh why would you, in, in your own words, say that it's better to do this now than, let's say, a year from now or two or five years from now? Yeah, that's a great question. And I, I think the underlying or the overlying, the, the biggest reason was that if you don't do it today, you, you will not meet your uh, organization's objectives. Your, your KPIs for your organization. And, and typically, at a very high level, uh, uh, those represent revenue, those represent um, maintaining customers and uh, growing the customer base that I already have. And if those are your strategic objectives from an organization's perspective, if you don't adopt this new way of looking at your customers, analyzing your customers, they will simply leave and go to the competition. Uh, they will decide that, hey, your service is just not where it should be, and I'm going to go to another telephone provider. Uh, your service or your understanding of who I am and, and my needs and what I'm looking for from your organization are just not there, and I'm going to go to a new uh, cable provider. Um, the, the ability to jump and move is so easy today that without understanding who your customers are, uh, where they're going, and what their propensity to buy is, that they will not buy products from you. So your, your cross-promotion, um, so and a good example is, is in insurance. Without understanding what products I've bought from an insurance perspective, what my opportunities are to 
add additional cross-sell opportunities and products to sell to that person, they just will move on to another uh, another company. So it's just that's probably the the most driving force for why an organization needs to understand and adopt a customer intelligence platform today because the ease of being able to lose that customer has never been stronger. Um, people don't, don't, it's very difficult. The affinity to companies is, is quite difficult and people spend billions of dollars trying to, uh, to retain and cross-sell customers and adopting a, a, a customer intelligence platform system really moves the needle forward to understanding your customers. Keith, you bring up a great point with insurance, and I'll, I'll, I'll tell you a story. Last week, I got my uh, my renewal letter, right? The one that everyone gets for their car insurance. And it's interesting because I literally probably only hear from my insurance company once a year, and that's to tell me, hey, your premium either went up or down. But for the whole year, they've done nothing to you know touch base to see how I'm doing, how happy I am, how unhappy I am. But within the last year, I've been hearing how happy all my friends and other family members are somewhere else. So it's a great point that you bring with the insurance there. Yeah, I mean, and even to take that example, it's a good example because maybe if if this organization had a better understanding and a, and a customer intelligence platform, they may be able to, even before they send that letter to you, uh, have a better understanding of where you are in the renewal process. Are you looking? Are you talking to your friends? Have you communicated with us in the past that maybe there's a possibility that you might cancel? Or is there a life event that has happened that would actually have an opportunity to reach out to you before your letter went out and said, hey, congratulations on your new home. Just uh, want to let you know we've got a special promotion for uh, longstanding customers. That sort of engagement could have happened even before this generic letter went out to say, you know, it's time for a renewal. Yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty obvious that there is a need for a customer intelligence platform um, regardless. I mean, I can think of many other organizations in hospitality, you know, retail, banking, um, telco. It's it's pretty obvious that the ability to keep your ear to the ground and check in and, and know who your customers are and what they've been up to is, is, is now more evident than ever because we're living in a, in a customer-focused world where the power has shifted to the customer. And, and I think that's kind of what you were saying now. So what has been all sites answer to this obvious need in the world of customer 360? So, a great question. So all sites does provide a customer intelligence platform uh, and it's unique. Um, in, I would say two levels one and we've touched a little bit upon this and talked about this in order to to capture all of this information and be able to gain that insight on the customer. The technology does have to change. Uh, there are, because of the volume and the velocity and the types of data that are coming in, traditional systems with the older technologies were just not designed or built to support this new dynamic within the marketplace. So this uh, all sites technology, and we call it a technology stack, is very different than from a traditional type of uh, customer service uh, um, uh, system out there today. Yeah, so I'll give you a sort of a concrete example. In order to ingest both structured and unstructured type of data, you need a different database. Uh, and there are what's called big data, open source databases that both can handle the speeds and the feeds and the different types of data coming in, uh, typically built on Hadoop. So um, without getting sort of too technical on our stack, there's an underlying infrastructure that all sites support 
to be called a customer intelligence platform. So there's a technology perspective against that. The second piece I would say on the technology side is that you need to be able to handle both um, batch and um, uh, online inquiries. So the idea of the technology has to be able to support, if I want an immediate response, when I'm on the phone with a customer and I want to find out sentiment, you have to have the technology underneath that supports that type of immediacy. So the technology, things like Spark, for example, are really designed and built into to the all-site system. The second piece is the business side of, the, of it. So um, when you look at the, the technology and the data coming in, you really, if it's not actionable, you're missing that third component of a, a customer intelligence platform piece. So Allsite comes pre-built with both a customer-centric model, the architecture underneath it to support the different data coming in, and the business apps. And we haven't talked about much about the business apps, but in order for me to empower my marketing organization, my sales organization, or my customer service organization, I need to be able to give them the right data at the right time. And, and what Allsight has built is a number of very specific line of business uh, perspectives and applications that empower marketing to give them the right information that they need for their marketing campaigns, to empower a customer service rep to know that, hey, he's probably calling about this particular product, and here's his sentiment around that product, and here's some of the offers and promotions that I can give to him at that particular time. So those are the uh, so sort of the components uh, from a technology perspective and a business perspective around a customer 360. Yeah, so it's, it sounds like, for example, myself sitting in a marketing position, th this is something that I can go in and easily navigate and use. I don't have to make a request to our tech team uh, or some sort of, uh, you know, steward, I guess, to, to, to get a certain f file set of information that I have to then comb through. You're saying that this is a platform that... Um, anybody from any type of business end can go in and, and start creating and using their own, um, I guess, getting their hands dirty for, for lack of better terms. Yeah, no, that's a great, that's a great, uh, great, great answer. Because in fact, that does sort of differentiate uh, a customer intelligence platform because the scope of a, a customer intelligence platform is enterprise wide. So you hit the nail on the head. You, we are empowering not only marketing to be actionable, but a different line of business, maybe sales to be actionable, customer service, data stewardship, analytics. So throughout the entire organization, the, the KIP is the glue uh, that empowers multiple touch points within the organization. Um, going back to some more traditional types of systems, there are marketing applications that are purpose-built for marketing, and they would drive a marketing campaign, for example, or web analytics but it only is very point specific, or there's a Salesforce application that's really targeted towards sales. Um, a KIP is very enterprise in, his, in its scope and views all of those sources as insights on the customer that can be shared across the organization. Yeah, and I, I mean, I, I bring up that point because um, last month I went to a an ex, uh, CDO exchange actually in Toronto and I was kind of sitting in a group session like a fly on the wall just listening and that was one of the biggest constraints a lot of the folks had. It was it was it was the uh, inability to not be able to go in and just do this themselves and have to you know put in a request and then wait for it and, and not being exactly what they wanted. Um, 
So it, it's 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 definitely it sounds like you're you're removing that 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 frustration that a lot of business users are are facing today. Yeah, because ultimately you want to empower the business user at the end of the day. And um, if to your point, traditionally, if I wanted to get a a business report or a visual um, analytics, I would you know put the request into IT. IT would say, okay, I'll put you in the queue. I've got to go and make some changes to the underlying database, run the query, get you the report, send out the PDF, I'll email it to you over the next couple of days. And by the way, I've got you know nine other reports that other, other managers have asked me for as well, so you're in the queue. Those days are gone. So the, the responsiveness that's needed, um, both at the IT level uh, and at the business level, uh, they need them right away, and in fact, you know, somebody might be on the phone saying, I need this information right now, as opposed to waiting for a week. Now, you, you did kind of mention apps. Um, what, what exactly did you mean by that for the, your, the all-site solution? Well, there are a number of different apps uh, that come pre-built uh, within all-site. Uh, and what we call our customer perspective app synthesizes and ingests all of the different data sources and then provides a view of that information in a graphical way. So if I'm a marketing person, I can log in and view a customer perspective on, and it brings in all of the information for that particular customer, what products they've purchased, uh, are there any service requests out there, uh, any product mentions, any company mentions, and even sentiment uh, of that particular person uh, with regards to the organization. So customer perspective, is an app that's used by what we call the operations line of businesses. So I'm a customer service rep, I'm on the phone, I want to know all of the information I can while I'm engaging with this particular customer, and that's customer perspective. Customer graph is slightly different. It's a visual representation of the relationships of customers. And this is geared more towards marketing. So marketing is, is very interested in not only marketing to an individual and personalizing that particular uh, content to the individual, but also understanding the influencers of that particular customer. So I'll give you a concrete example for insurance. Insurance is very interested in household information and the influencers of the household when they're buying their particular products. So I may be the policyholder for my auto insurance, but my son or daughter is a driver of my car. My wife is also a driver of the car and on the policy. And by the way, she has a car that I would uh, that needs insurance that would um, we would want to cross sell and make sure that we have insurance with her. We live in a home. The home needs insurance, which the insurance organization would also want to cross sell to as well. Then there's life insurance. So there's different products that apply to the actual household. Customer graph allows me the ability to traverse those relationships and see what channels and media those particular people are using and if there's any influencers on those customers. So it's a very particular and interesting type of application that allows me to explore and traverse the relationships between my customers. Now, I've got a little bit of an inside scoop here. And, and uh, from what I understand is that Allsight is about to launch uh, a new app that can be added to the customer intelligence platform. Um, tell me a little bit more details about what this new launch is about. Yeah, we're excited about this one. So I, I think I mentioned sort of 
I, I talk about the three pillars of a customer intelligence platform, and one are data, analytics, and making it actionable. So data is actually a key component to the success of a, a customer intelligence platform. So this new app is all around uh, that particular pillar uh, for a customer intelligence platform. So the ability to ingest data is important, but the ability then to analyze that data and look at that data uh, from a data stewardship perspective is equally important. And that's what the, the, the data quality app is all about. So as part of the workflow and understanding my customers, I'm only really as good as the data that's coming in. So if this app allows me to look at and measure uh, any of the issues around the data that's coming in. So we call it severity. So you can actually scan your data, look at all of the information coming in, and start to classify whether it's high, medium, or low from a severity perspective. So I'll give you a concrete example. So I've got phone numbers coming in from my CRM system. You're, you have the ability to scan all of the data coming into the CRM system, analyze that data, categorize it from a severity perspective, and then quickly look at it in a, in a, in a dashboard chart view uh, and be able to see if that's something that I need to correct as a data steward. So should I go back in and look at my phone numbers and make sure that they're coming in correctly? Uh, should I look at my emails uh, and find out that, hey, all of my emails that are coming in actually have a not what we call anonymous values. So they're values that are not providing any uh, additional insights into who that customer is. And quickly, the data steward can look at that in information and say, hey, this is something I think we want to fix uh, and look at and investigate because it will help downstream to better understand who our customers are. So we're excited about it. It's, a, it's an app that becomes pre-built with uh, five charts already. So a data steward can, and a data quality person can quickly uh, analyze the charts, look at their data, and make it actionable in terms of where they want to take a look at their data. Yeah, I mean, that, that's huge. Um, and it, it, it just reminds me of the, the recent report that 451 Research came out that, you know, kind of gave an overview of what a customer intelligence platform is. And it mentioned that it combines structured and unstructured, um, you know, and third-party data. Um, learning, adapting, improving, and automating it all in real time. But, you know, all of that really comes down to the quality of the data that it's, it's, it's ingesting. Um, I think more than ever, uh, data quality is, is probably top of mind uh, for any business, -led, business user, correct? Yeah, it is. And it's becoming more important because data quality uh, is tied to so many different aspects of who the customer is. Um, there's data governance, so you can tie data quality around data governance. Um, you can tie data quality uh, around uh, matching and, and getting the different perspectives on that particular customer. So if you have good quality data coming in, your match confidence scores and the ability to give that information to marketing or to sales uh, increases exponentially. If there's data governance around uh, what types of data can actually be shared, so a better understanding of the data quality coming in impacts data governance. So you've hit the nail on the head. I think um, data quality issues and the ability to handle those data quality issues has always been around. So good data in, better results coming out. 
that hasn't gone away. The, uh, what has changed is both the velocity of the data, the different types of data that are coming in, and the ability to look at that data in a, in a more strategic way and being able to fix the problems that are going to help the organization the quickest. And that's what the, the goal of the data quality app was all about. How do I empower a data quality steward to, be, to look at the data quickly, understand what's going on, and being able to make changes that will impact the organization the quickest? It's, it's, yeah, I mean, it's, and the amount of data out there is insane. I think there's a stat somewhere that says 2.5 quintillion bytes of data are, are created every day uh, at the current pace we're going. And, you know, th this data is being created by people that are customers to some organization out there. And, and, and I can only just imagine the nightmare that it would be without a customer intelligence platform doing a lot of the work and cleaning all that information. So I, I understand Allsight is going to be um, at the MDM and Data Governance Exchange uh, in Chicago uh, this week, I believe, July 11th to 13th. Um, what, what, what is the hope or, or what are you guys, the team that's going to be down there, um, hoping to achieve at the show? Um, and is there going to be an opportunity for anyone attending to test drive the Allsight Customer Intelligence Platform system? Yeah, we're excited to be at the show, actually. I think um, we're launching the data quality app at the show. So uh, people there at the show will be able to take a look at it, find out uh, how it actually works, um, uh, view the charts, quickly analyze the data, um, and uh, see a demo of the actual full all-site product at the show. I think it's interesting because the, the show itself is called MDM and Data Governance, which is an interesting title because MDM has been around for a long time, and we have the opportunity to talk to um, organizations that have either implemented an MDM or are looking at implementing an MDM or even augmenting their MDM. And, and we play a part of, on all three of those um, uh, strategic initiatives that might be ongoing. Because I think I talked at the top of the conversation around a customer intelligence platform uh, has components to it, and, those, and I mentioned what those components are. What I didn't say is those, those components are actually supersets of an MDM environment. So someone who either has an MDM environment, and we have organizations that have implemented their MDM, and now they're looking at extending out those capabilities, and they know that they need to uh, incorporate capabilities in that the MDM really wasn't designed for, and we're a good fit to augment those capabilities. Some organizations are actually starting from scratch and saying, I'm looking at an MDM because I want to get a handle on my customer data. I know MDM has been around for a while. Should I be looking at uh, you know, all of the options that are available to me to do that? So that's why this show is great for us because someone might come in and say, I know what an MDM does. We have now the opportunity to say, here's where you can really extend your customer service experience, understanding uh, where MDM has come from. So it's a great opportunity for us to talk to more clients, find out what they're doing with their customers, and get a better understanding of how they can uh, start to bring in all of this data, analyze it, and make their organizations a better customer service. Now, Keith, not all of the listeners uh, will get a chance to be in the Windy City those uh, days. Um, how can people get in touch or even learn more, um, or possibly even get a demo of Allsight um, outside of that, that show? Sure. So I, I think the best place for... I point all of our 
people who ask me more questions and what is our website. We have a ton of information on our website starting from even a definition of what a, a good customer intelligence platform looks like, the characteristics, uh, all the way down to the details of uh, what Allsite provides uh, and on the, on the application. So I talked about customer perspective and customer graph. There are very good uh, descriptions and details and videos uh, on our website, which is www.allsite.com. So, um, you know, I would go in, and, and that would probably be the, my first suggestion is to go to the website. You can download um, brochures uh, and watch videos. Um, and then even on the website, you can request a demo. So you can just hit uh, uh, request a demo. Someone will get in touch with you. And um, we can do a one-on-one -on -one and take a bit more of a deep dive on what industry you're in, uh, what some of your use cases are for your customer intelligence platform, and then drive to a very specific demo to show you. Keith, that's fantastic. Thank you very much uh, for coming on the show and joining me. Thanks. Thanks, Carlos. It was great. That was Keith Frazier, Senior Product Manager at Allsight. And he uh, made a great point that if you do want to learn more, there actually is a uh, webinar that, or was a webinar that just occurred last week. Um, it's actually a Q&A with uh, David Corgan, the uh, CEO from Allsight, titled, What is a Customer Intelligence Platform? And that can be watched on demand at allsight.com forward slash webinars. Um, once again, thanks for joining me on the show in search of good data. My name is Carlos Guevara, your host, and I'll see you again on the next episode. Have a great day.